What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage? Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Girl, stop playing. Welcome to the Girl Stop Playing Podcast. I'm your host, Coriel, here to encourage you to stop playing with your potential and start working for what you want in life and in love. As your favorite homegirl, I just have to encourage you to make the money and get the honey because you can have it all if you're willing to work. Now, y'all, you got to put some respect on my name. Let me just tell you why. Before we even get into this show, YouTube has finally monetized me and I made my first dollar, y'all. It was actually a dollar and 79 cents and I'm proud of it. I'm proud. Save the date. Mark it down on your calendar because we are making history. Okay. This is the first of many dollars and it's y'all that I have to thank for it. So thank you so much for being here. I know we got some people already here in the live chat. Shout out to those who came to see my girl who I'm about to um, introduce. Y'all got to put some respect on her name as well because the marketing goat, Mrs. Audrea Richmond is in the building. She is a marketing and launch strategist, but we're not just talking about marketing today. You know, we're not just here to talk about business. We're talking about doing business with Bay. We're talking yes. about all <laughs> of the things with this beautiful black wife. Let's talk. You ready, Audrea? Yes. I mean, hey, I like this sexy intro. You like that? Yeah, my little, sexy. My little yeah. um, girl sex voice. <laughs> so we are going to start with the business, of yes. course, but then we're gonna get, it's going to get a little juicy, y'all. But I have to thank you for being here because I know that you don't do many podcast interview interviews, period. Well, you know, podcast interviews, I you know, I'm, I'm being tell, very selective. Tell, okay, but you're that here. That was a season when I couldn't be selective, okay? So I feel like um, when you're first getting started, you want to be seen by everybody. You want everybody to, to see you, take you seriously, all of those things. Mm-hmm. And I feel like anything that I do now have to move the needle. And anybody I'm connected to have to show me that they're working and actually doing something. Because you know how things happen? Mm-hmm. People be like, oh, I got a podcast and next week it's gone. Mm-hmm. Like, sis, did you even get started? Did you, are so you going to release my episode? Hearing, I remember hearing uh, Gary V say one time, like, he was like, I'm not going to be on your podcast unless you got 100 episodes. Call me when I'm one-on-one. Mm. And I was like, that's a good rule. Mm-hmm. Not that I'm like, like, there yet. Mm-hmm. 
keyword yet. Yet. Uh, but I do feel like this is something that like that's been helping me, and I've just been very selective. Yeah. We made the cut, y'all. We made the cut. So we're going to make sure this is good. And the people have been excited. Like, I posted it on Instagram. And the people are like, yo, I cannot wait. So we're going to get right into it. I do want to talk about the beginnings of your entrepreneurial career. Because mm-hmm. one of the things that I know about you is that you are you were a jack of all trades. You've worn many hats. You've <laughs> yes. worn many titles. Yes. And they've all kind of led to you being yes. Mrs. Uncloned everything. So Absolutely. let's talk about like your first entrepreneurial endeavors. My first entrepreneur endeavor, I don't even know if I can say this. I used to sell DVDs. Okay. I'll just leave it at that. Yeah. You was you know the bootleg I mean. girl. Yeah. I mean, she didn't want to say it. Yeah. I mean, I'm sorry. You know, I was your favorite DVD girl. Got you know you. what I'm saying? Three for 15. I got you. But that was my very first endeavor of entrepreneurship. Um, I also got into um, DVD slideshows. So a lot of my school friends mm-hmm. could not afford, like, the stuff, the graduation stuff from Jostens. So I used to be that person that, like, make your graduation invitation. So tech has always been. Not always really. Been. I actually had, like, my first love introduced me to computers. Ah, okay. It was so crazy because he showed me how to, like, get People always laugh when I say it's like they talk like, man, you talking like you're 100. I'm like, I got introduced to the computer. And like that really changed the game for me because I learned how to play Sims. I learned how to get on the Internet. Mm-hmm. Um, I remember having a, a MySpace page, AOL page, uh, Black, Black Planet, Planet page, uh-huh. you know. <laughs> so that was my introduction to the computer. Right. <laughs> so that's how I got my introduction to online or mm-hmm. not just the computer itself. Right. But... I always had some kind of side hustle. I was just determined to make money other ways. So when did it go from side hustle, I'm just going to do what I got to do to be able to make money, to I'm going to establish a business and I'm going to move with this one thing? What was that transition? I feel like I was the queen of side hustles, period. Like, that's people used to always ask me, what you doing this week? They knew I always had a side hustle. going on. So I think for me... My very first official business was being a professional photographer. This was the first quote unquote career that I took seriously. Mm-hmm. I purchased my, well, I borrowed a, a camera for a while until I could afford to pay for my own mm-hmm. camera. And I used to take pictures of people back home in Memphis. So that was like my first official business. And it was one of the businesses I actually quit my job for. So to me, that was kind of like my first entrepreneurial project. So how did you job. learn photography? You uh, taught self-taught. yourself? Yeah. I knew that. I, yeah, I just knew that you were self-taught. Actually, I didn't even know you could make money from taking pictures. I was hanging out with a friend. Mm-hmm. I went with her to the studio, and she was taking pictures. And the guy was like, "Yeah, just turn over, do this, do that, do that," and they were done. And she paid him like five hundred dollars. Mm-hmm. I was like, "You just paid brother to take pictures of you?" She was like, "Yeah." And I was just like, "I got a camera, right? I, I can do camera." Yeah. And like, and that was the first time I ever seen making money be so easy. And something that was cool. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I'm going to learn this photography thing. So I actually asked brother to teach me. He was like, nah. So I had to kind of like go and Figure self, it out. Yeah, teach myself. But um, I ended up finding a book from Scott Kelby. He made that book. He made like learn photography so much easier. Mm-hmm. So that really changed the game for me. Yeah. So 
you you I think the quality of okay you're not gonna teach me I'm gonna learn it yeah that quality I now, think I ain't gonna is lie what, back in the day I did have a little entitlement like bro I'm trying to him to, you ain't gonna help me but you did yeah. you did not learn because yeah. you refused right like, exactly I'm gonna figure it out you yeah. gotta help me I'm yeah. gonna figure it out and yeah. that go get it that yeah. make it happen this <laughs> I think is what yes. it is what it takes mm-hmm. so Audrey Richmond Mrs. Uncloned yeah. tell the people what that means what does it mean yes. to be uncloned so when we talk about being uncloned it means to challenge the norms and be the first to do it first but it also is deeply rooted in like owning your individuality Mm -hmm. which was very hard for me to do um a couple years ago so like in 2015 before we even started the whole uncloned brand people would compare me to other people and y'all know what i'm talking about you know what i'm talking about when everybody is trying to choose who they're gonna do photography with uh videography or whatever the case may be and oftentimes you don't know like you know who to choose and because I wasn't the obvious choice at the time, it was very hard for people to know that I was the person that they needed to work with. Why? Because my pictures were the same. My offers was the same. My branding was the same. Mm-hmm. How I was showing up on social media was the same. And I was like, man, I needed to be blatantly clear that I'm the one. I'm the one you need to work with. I'm the one you should do business with. And so I changed up my brand. I started doing the whole unclone thing. Mm-hmm. And it started to take take flight like people really started to embrace it because my business originally was called building mcbrand uh-huh and it sounded cool cool it sounded yeah. cool trendy building mm-hmm. and uh once that came about it was it was over it was a wrap and yeah. i think the um it's like people you know ever since school it's like you you don't want to be the one that right. doesn't belong you don't want to be the one that's unique that stands yes. out or but, different or different different yes. being yes. different is not necessarily a good thing until mm-hmm. you realize your uniqueness makes you who you are right. like that's your secret sauce and i think you and it sounds cheesy are, no it, it doesn't <laughs> but because I, I think you're giving yeah. per, people permission i'm saying when people think to be different it's like yeah okay. you don't want to you don't want to do yeah. that you don't yeah. you want to go along to get along like most mm-hmm. of us want to be a part of the group we yes. want to you know feel like we fit in but your you know movement is you don't want to fit in if right. you're fitting in then you are among all the, clone. Of the people right you're, yes you're part of the you're part of the the clone community and so yes. you're being uncloned is like how can you stand out and make yourself the obvious choice yes so for somebody out there who might be in an industry that mm-hmm. is not necessarily a unique space what yes. are some of the ways or maybe some of the the thoughts that they could you know, questions they could be asking themselves about how they can become uncloned so in my book, um, Unclone Marketing. That's the answer, about a book. <laughs> in my book, Unclone Marketing, I give 11 questions. But one of the questions is like, I always tell people, what is something that you wish existed? Mm-hmm. When people think about being different, they go and study their competitors. Mm-hmm. They eat, sleep, like pray to their competitors. It's like, oh, girl, she just posted this. Or they just had an event at such and such. I'm going to go bigger. I'm going to have my event at da 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 And it's like, that's such like a weak journey to go down because you ain't going to do nothing but like dry yourself crazy. Um, someone on Instagram yesterday asked me, it was like, how do I stand out? I want to have a very intimate event. I want to do a book lunch. And I said, well, what are some things that's boring at current book lunches? What are some things you wish existed? What are some things that you don't think you can do mm-hmm. at a book lunch that's not book lunch approved? And like make that your thing. And like she just had a huge aha moment mm-hmm. because she was trying to stay within this container. Play of by approval. the rules. Right. right, right. But honestly, there's so much more fun outside of the container than inside. 
you know. And so you you were um I think that was the last work per se. You were a speaker at my yes. at my last yes. work per se, and one of it the was things, fire too. Thank you. Yes. Thank you. It ain't coming back, <laughs> y'all. Don't hit me up. It's not coming back. It's fire though. But one of the things that you um taught that I thought was like so bomb is you were talking about. I'm not gonna quote you right. I don't ever quote the people right. But you were talking about basically. <laughs> intermingling industries mm. yeah. so you might be remixing in, yeah you might be in yeah. the beauty space but you're right. looking to see what they're doing in media or you're or the looking car to see space. in the auto yeah. space and, or the and ice cream and space yeah. yeah i just thought that that was so dope yeah. but I, I that's how your mind works yeah you know your presentation was literally just I'm, how I'm your mind just works. now realizing that i'm a for real unicorn mm -hmm. like i think you're just now realizing yeah that? because i've always tried to teach what's natural to me mm -hmm. but i realized when it's computing to others it sounds like i'm speaking another language and so it took me a minute you to really so? yeah because i teach a I lot mean, of new concepts new yeah things. i teach a lot of big ideas but when you're teaching to a group of people sometimes who haven't found themselves mm -hmm. you have to teach through that layer first mm -hmm. before you can you teach to there. the level of being different you know what i mean so it's like first level is how do i get you to know that you being yourself is enough mm-hmm then let's talk about putting the cherry on top, which is your uniqueness, and really owning that uniqueness. So it's like multiple layers you have to go through before you get to the good stuff. You know what? Just this conversation, I just, I mean, I know, you know, you ain't here for the kids, but I just feel like our <laughs> teenage girls, mm -hmm. like knowing the, the whole uncloned concept yes. of being okay, being you, figuring out what is unique about you. And like sometimes you don't know that. how to do this. Exactly, because you're yes. not having these conversations. So right. you are the uncloned Audrea in yeah. school and you feeling like, what the hell? You know, like I'm different. Yeah. Why? And then look how the difference has But you know what else makes your it, brand. I'm telling you, sometimes you have people in your life that don't championing your difference most of the time right and so i think like we have to create more playgrounds mm -hmm. more spaces more places for people to be themselves and not be you know shamed or, right exactly yeah shamed mm -hmm. or shunned um so what are some major marketing mistakes that you're seeing in these social media streets because i know you know it's like grammar teachers <laughs> when they see incorrect grammar they just cringe yeah, yeah. what are some things that you see that is like sis stop playing Girl, I, think, I think what we're not seeing is consistency. Mm. We're seeing a lot of people get comfortable with the one reel that went viral or the, mm. the piece of content that's doing okay. I think oftentimes when people are trying to like be different or stand out or whatever with their marketing, they tend to get defeated so easily. They're like, they'll post something and then let's say somebody else do it and then they're like, oh, well, I don't want... Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. You know, I seen somebody else do it, so I'm not going to do it. That's a big red flag. The other thing I'm noticing is that a lot of people are using the exact same marketing tactics. So I know you all have seen, y'all don't come for me, okay? I'm just, I'm keeping it 100 with y'all. Please okay? do. So, <laughs> I just keep it 100. We're seeing an influx of challenges. Everybody and their cousin has a challenge. Now, I'm not saying... <laughs> It's the new thing. Yes, I'm not saying challenges ain't popping, because mm -hmm. they are. However, they're not for everybody. Facts. And so one of the things that makes marketing fun and supposed to make it fun is different marketing approaches. Mm -hmm. Why aren't we seeing more original content? Why are we, you know, 
everybody has a podcast. Everybody has a YouTube channel. Everybody. And I'm not saying that these aren't great marketing vehicles. Mm -hmm. But what I am saying is, like, if you're not going to be different, you're just adding to what's already exists. Right? Mm -hmm. um, so that's another thing that I'm saying. Just the same, just an influx of the same exact type of marketing. You just, because I think you see what somebody else is doing and you assume that it's working marvelously yes. for them. Yes. So you're like, I'll just do that yes. and it'll work out for me. Yes. And then you're frustrated. But, but what ended up happening is production value. Mm -hmm. Your production value here is, like, if you ain't doing it like this, don't do it. I mean, okay, I probably shouldn't say that. We uncloned but I'm just, Yeah, you okay. super uncloned, you know what I'm saying? Okay. And so I just think that, like, most people getting this coaching, they're getting bad coaching. That's another marketing mistake. They're getting a lot of people Let's telling them. about it. They're getting a lot of people telling them branding ain't important. You don't need a branding style guy. You don't need professional headshots. And now you got your, your headshot from when you was on a hike. As your as your speaker profile profile, and what happens is even the the and let's can we talk about your speaking process let's to become a speaker? Like you may it. not be doing that conference, but I know you don't play when stuff, it comes yeah. to qualifying people. And I remember I felt like I was doing like a spelling bee. I had to go through go like through the six, rounds. Yeah, I, had to, I think I went through like six rounds. I'm just joking, but like I think I like went through three rounds. Yeah. But you made sure I was good for your people, and I feel like a lot of people aren't trying to make you good for their people. They're just like, oh, you got a lot of followers. Cool. Come on, get on my thing. Yeah. But people don't think deep. Like, is this life? Like, I feel like what we're doing right now is timeless. It's gonna be just as good ten years from mm -hmm. now, right? It's not something that's trendy and popping right now. So I feel like that's what's happening. We're not seeing a lot of timeless content. We're seeing a lot of trendy stuff that's not even relevant six hours from now. In the world of reels and TikToks and gotta keep up, I mean, yes. I'm guilty of it for sure because you yes. feel like you gotta do the next yes. thing. Yes. Except for Clubhouse. They ain't get me with Clubhouse. I'm like, I'm they gonna... got me though, but hey, that, like my Clubhouse line. be lit. You popping. You yes. popping on Clubhouse. Yes. You were. You were. But I felt like the, the yeah. chat line. Did you yeah. hear the chat line in Memphis? The party uh, line back in the day? Yep, back in the day. I tried to tell Nas about that. But it was, was on so his young, way out. She didn't even know. Oh, so you young too. Listen, in the chat, let me know if y'all 85 <laughs> babies, party line. Come on, 86. Me. Yep. Okay, okay, okay. It was on the way okay, out. It was on the way out. It All was right. on the way I out. I caught it at the end. But that's what Clubhouse gave me. I was like, no, I can't do it. So it's for, still popping, though. Is, is it still popping? People still on Clubhouse? Yes. Okay. I got a Clubhouse this week. Oh, shit. I'm I mean, sorry, next week, Audrey. yeah. I'm sorry. Yes. I didn't even know. Okay. Yes. It's just me. It's just me, y'all. Now, that's, that's being uncloned, y'all. I'm, I'm still it on is. Clubhouse. It is. Everybody has abandoned Clubhouse. But you still popping. This is the perfect time to, to tap in, on, baby. Get back in. But I'm going to tell you why Clubhouse is popping now. One, you got replays. Mm. They got live chat. You can, uh, you, can, okay. you can send money to each other. Okay, okay. You can, so I need to go home and get back on Clubhouse. Man, you can now. have events. Anybody with a phone can listen to, to your Clubhouse mm -hmm. replays. It's kind of like... I don't know. It's is it? It's like a hybrid between podcasting, like per but it's live. Periscope, like Periscope without the video. Y yeah, but no, you couldn't do. That. You can't you study the culture of if you study the culture of Clubhouse, you wouldn't get on it. You think it's lame and all of that. But if you look at Clubhouse as a channel, just like YouTube is a channel, YouTube is a channel, then you can really maximize all of the potential there. Are you on TikTok? Uh, my presence. Not but you. not me. Okay, all right. Yes. Yeah. So, but Clubhouse is like your jam. Yes. Yeah. It's still. I mean, I, it ain't my not my number one, but I love it because you don't. It don't require much, but a right, voice. Right. 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 And most right. speakers should be tearing Clubhouse up. Don't because tell. you got oh, your own oh, stage. Yeah. I'm just saying, hey, hey, hey. You know what really did it for me? Yeah. So I never hosted my own. I had, I like, I applied for it. I got approved to have my own. What's it called? 
Yes. Look, I got a club and, and never used it. <laughs> I never, I think I hosted something like twice. I didn't mind the hosting. What turned me off is when I would go in people's rooms and they would pull me up on stage. I was just and about I'm to like, say, but see, but see, you was living, I don't talk. you was on the platform for others and not for yourself, baby. So I need to stay out of other people's rooms. You need to, you need to be Get on there the queen do of doing thing. your own thing, which you already the queen of doing, by the way. I'm just saying. See, she was being a clone. I was in there being, being a clone. like everybody like, get else. Me out of here. Yes, that's what it was. Okay, I'm gonna get it. I'm gonna get. Get me together. Okay. So for somebody else who's out here being a clone, how do they know when it's time to pivot? Like, how do you? You decide? don't know. Oh. Sometimes you don't know because, for starters, you don't even know you're being a clone. You got to first identify: Am I being a clone? You know, do my offerings sound like everybody else? Is my branding like everyone else? What is what's actually making me unique? Mm -hmm. And if you don't spend time with that, you what's a rebrand gonna do? You ain't gonna yeah. do no but brand another clone. Mm. And that's what a lot of people love to do. They love to go straight. I'm about to rebrand. And no, baby, you thing. need to get clear. Mm -hmm. You need to get clarity on who you are, and then show up as that person. So whenever I do VIP days with clients, I'd be like, okay, we're done talking about other people. What do you want to do? That's how you get to the root of that. And it sounds simple, but like. I'm just gonna be 100 with y'all. Y'all got you gotta know how to how to get to the root of getting to know yourself. You have to become in love with yourself, and a lot of us don't love ourselves. Do you go to therapy? No. This sounds like you have a good therapist. I read a lot of books. Huh. <laughs> so is this what you're teaching in in your um, in your book with the 11 questions? You're, you're yes, going through yes. the questions. So, so I do can have another book called Unclone Life, uh -huh. where I talk about all the things I had to unlearn mm -hmm. to become this version you see now. This version just didn't pop up. Right. Yeah. And so the self-work for you yes. was through I'm books. learning a lot of di different things. Um, being okay with not being liked. That was the hardest how, one. How? 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 <laughs> how? I was watching a yes. sermon today and it was like, com I think it was called Convicted by the Comments. I, and I, that's, what, that's what you're yeah, saying. Yeah, like, like worrying so much about the comments that you're not When you're confident in yourself, you don't care what other people think. Right? That's why somebody can wear... Purple, nothing against purple hair, but like, that's why some people can wear purple hair or they can be more flamboyant when they're out doing their thing. Like they don't really, they could care less what you think. And those people actually draw attention in the room. Mm -hmm. You, I call those people like the peacocks. Like, you know, when they go, you know, when you see a peacock, mm -hmm. they dress different, they carry themselves different. They aura is about different. They don't have the same hairstyle, the same nails and makeup. Like, you know, like, whoa, you got my attention. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And those people are typically uncloned because they've gotten to the center of who they are and they're living they're it okay out. With it. Yes. But mm -hmm. it's kind of hard to not be liked as an entrepreneur because our job is to serve the people. And so when you serve the people, you can get caught up in like, oh, people don't like me. How do you not get caught up in that, Audrea? I just, you gotta, I mean, those I ain't got your people that you just, you just gotta let it go. Like, I just, I don't have like the blueprint, you know what I mean? Like I got to a point where I got tired of being compared to other people. And I said, before you compare me to somebody else, I'm going to figure out who I am and let y'all love that. Mm. And then if that's a fail, then I don't know. I just ain't for you. Yes. Yeah. You know, my people. Who? Okay. So speaking of <laughs> these ain't your people, I want to talk about boundaries mm -hmm. because before the show, we were talking about, you know, the fact that you do turn down interviews. I thought, you know, you had yeah. like these very, like, these are my boundaries, stand back. But you're like, I'm now <laughs> Man, developing I was loosey this. Goosey. Yeah, yeah. You're so yes. I want to talk about the development of it. Because yes. I 
feel like it's an uncomfortable transition mm-hmm. to go from not necessarily being a people pleaser, but to go from it's deeply rooted in it. To, okay, so to go from that to yeah. I'm pleasing myself, I'm mm-hmm. putting myself first. Talk about that transition. One thing about mama, she is going to make sure that everyone else is taken care of before she even thinks about treating herself. So if you are looking for the perfect gift to make mom feel special this Mother's Day, make sure you check out the Mega Moisture Duo from Osea Malibu because body care is self-care. Since 1996, Osea has been making clean, clinically proven seaweed-infused skincare. So this Mother's Day, treat mom to the everyday spa experience she deserves. Get 10% off your first order site-wide with code GSPP at OseaMalibu.com. Plus, you'll get free samples with every order and free shipping on orders over $60. Head to OseaMalibu.com and use code GSPP for 10% off. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. I think when you don't have boundaries, you don't want to disappoint. Mm-hmm. And so when you don't want to disappoint, that's deeply rooted in wanting to please other people. So if somebody invites you to a podcast interview, as an example, you think you have to say yes. But you did your due diligence. You know they don't market. You know they don't talk about it. They they haven't been consistent. Why is that, is an, why is that not an immediate no? Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, why is that just not a no? But because we want to be like, we kind of go deep into that. But I think for me, when I started to think about my development of boundaries, I didn't I didn't like feeling like I had control. I feel like I feel like my opportunities were controlling me. Hey, can you speak here? Hey, can you be here? Hey, can you do this? Hey, can you do that? Hey, and I'm just like, what am I getting out of this? Mm-hmm. I never even fact I never even asked myself that question. I was so busy trying to please other people that I didn't even think about how is this a win win for me. What do I get from this? What is the benefit of that? So now it's like, okay, I mean, if I'm not going to get a a big benefit from it, let me be selective. Mm -hmm. Okay, well, who are the people I would say yes to? Well, the people I'm going to say yes to, they care about their brand. The people I say yes to, they actually market. The people people that I say yes to, they've actually done business with me. They're familiar with my work. You know what I mean? So it became easier for me to, like, create that boundary. But, like, when it's, like, somebody who hasn't done those things, it's not that it's a no, Mm -hmm. right? But it's a, like, let me think about it. Because I need to know. Back, some people, think about I it. mean, I'm going to think about it, but I always tell people, hit me back in six months. And guess Go what? They never your, do. Yeah. Never come back. They never come back. So I ain't got to worry about it. I don't have to hit them with the, unfortunately, no. So, yeah. Okay. Okay. <laughs> unfortunately, no. Yes. So I do want to get into some personal stuff. But I have one more business question because yes. how many trademarks do you own? Like, I thought I was doing something on GoDaddy with like 50 <laughs> domains. I actually have Baby. over 1,500 domains. Okay. Let's talk about it. Yes. I have over 1,500 domains. I have 11 trademarks. Um, 
talk about the importance of ownership yes, because this yes. isn't a real conversation in our community. It's like build a business, make the money, but we don't talk about so protecting. So I'm gonna be stuff. I'm gonna be honest with you. Everybody was talking about like owning a home or owning property or owning a car or doing something on Airbnb or Turo. And to me, it's nothing wrong with those things, but I was like, I'm a geek. So if I'm going to get into ownership, what would I want to own? Unclone. And I was like, I would want to own intellectual property. Who owns the most trademarks? Who owns the most contracts? Who own licensing deals and licensing agreements? And how do I own my content? Mm -hmm. How do I reimagine how, how I distribute my content? I don't have to put my content on the gram. You got to go to my website and pay for my content. Like, I started to think about things differently. And to me, that's still a form of ownership. Mm -hmm. And then it got back to, like, uh, once I started getting, like, the trademarks and the copyrights and all of that stuff, it actually made me more confident in creating because I didn't have to worry about people stealing my stuff. Mm -hmm. I'm like, I actually own that. So you enforcing yeah. these contracts, don't play mm -hmm, with it. Because mm -hmm. that's the other part. Yes. I mean, these trademarks. That's yes. the other thing. It's yes. like you got the trademark, but you got to enforce oh, that Oh, I thing. police it all the time. I mean, hey, you see how what happened. Yeah, let me tell you what happened. <laughs> let me tell, now, Audrey, my girl, right? Audrey is my girl. She said, sis. She sent it in a real nice email. She didn't say sis. But she like, I'm looking forward to the show. But yes. let me just let you know. Uncloned is a registered trademark. I'm going to need the U and the C to be capital, and I need my little R. <laughs> I said, hey, B is not play. Yay. But you know what? But that is part of, that's your ownership. That's what, that is your investment. Yeah, I was Put about to say, uh, Arjun Richmond is the trademark too now. <laughs> Don't play with her, y'all. Don't play. So that was going to be my next question, though. Yeah. What are the, not what are your trademarks, but. Mm -hmm. I can tell you. All, okay, tell us. Are these so, all things that are business related? Or yeah, are so, you like like gonna sell trademarks later i mean Make eventually i will that's the next level mm -hmm. level one is protect my own stuff first mm -hmm, mm -hmm, the mm -hmm. next level will be create stuff that i can sell yeah or license mm -hmm. a lot of people want to sell their stuff licensing y'all that's probably Rating one of it. the areas where it's it, that's kind of like what licensing is renting, renting it yeah. right like i think we go straight to want to sell but you i learned a lot from like movie producers um, a lot of the new age movie producers, they would actually shoot a film and then like rent it out to BET. Be like, all right, BET, BET, you can have like six months mm. or six years or whatever case. And then they do it all over again. Think about Martin Content being on BET, mm -hmm, BET exclusively. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So like it's a lot of, you know, but BET, but Martin used to also be on what, TNT? It used to be on a lot of different uh, uh, channels and yeah. stuff like that. So when you own your content, you can also own how it's distributed, how long it's distributed. Um, it's so cool. But it's also very complicated. And so because it's a compli complicated thing, a lot of people, is it's intimidating. Mm -hmm, Anything mm -hmm. that's complicated is intimidating. We don't touch it. Yeah. But the thing that is the most intimidating is the thing you can actually leverage the most. Mm -hmm. So um, I own my name. I own Unclone. I own Unclone Life. I own Unclone Marketing. I own my logo. I own Think Unclone. I own Opp Opportunity Hour. I own I Get Clients. And I own Think Unclone. Uh, she got so many. She got to really. Yeah, I think, think I think it. that's it. Yeah, I think that's it. Yeah. <sighs> okay, <laughs> next level up in here. All yes. right, all right. Let's switch gears though, because you are uncloned. You are very present on social media, but you don't really be telling your business. Mm -mm. And we want to talk about it. Um, <laughs> so one thing that we do know is that you and your husband work very closely together. Mm -hmm. I want to know because a lot of people aspire to do mm -hmm. business with Bay. Talk about the real, um, not the challenges, but the real life mm -hmm. of working closely with your with your spouse uh, with your spouse. So before me and Calvin got married, it was I told him on day one I'm an entrepreneur. 
Okay. So if you're looking for somebody to cook clean and do all of those things, I'm not Ain't gonna happen. I'm unclean. So <laughs> I know it sounds rough, but like he knew from day one what the business was. Mm-hmm. But he also didn't expect that from me either, which was good. So so I didn't have to deal with that. Mm-hmm. Um but once we actually started working together, it was so funny because I was used to failure. I was used to things not working out. But like watching him deal with failure was I'm not gonna say it was funny, baby, but <laughs> You know, I had to you let. Like, oh, you you right, about right, that? right. I had to let him fall. I had to let him deal with the things. But I think working with Calvin is like amazing. Like we have so much fun. We go and work. Like today, like today, we had to go and pack up all our stuff. We're moving to another uh, storage unit mm-hmm. for our stuff. And like then after that, it's like, oh, I'm going to go and do this interview. And then it's like, all right, tonight we're going to watch TV. And then we back at it again in the morning. Mm-hmm. So, like, for us, it's a part of our lifestyle. So it's it, it's no conflict because of the agreement. Okay, I want to come back because I have a question about that. But I forgot my what my original question was going to be. I do believe I saw on social media, correct me if I'm wrong, mm-hmm. how did you meet your husband? <laughs> on the internet, baby. Okay, I was right. All right, I was right. So she really is using these computers. Yes, all right, yes. for all computers for everything. For everything. Yes. Talk to me about it. Tell the people. Yes. Because a lot of people are so scared yes. and like, there's nothing on this internet. You do everything else on the internet, but you think it ain't no man on there for you. So let's talk about it. Oh, I'm here for it. So actually, Calvin, me and Calvin were friends on Facebook. Okay. Now this, I'm, I'm taking you back to like 2013, 2012. Okay. So me and Calvin is actually friends on Facebook. But... I never saw this dude. I'm going to be 100 with you. I didn't see you, babe. He claimed that I knew who he was. We went to high school. I don't know who this dude was. He was like, oh, I remember when you worked at the airport. I'm like, you a stalker? Like, (laughs) who is this dude? So anyway, he ended up updating his picture. You know, on Facebook, when you update your picture, it'll show you the update. I said, damn, you fine. And uh, I said, you fine. He was like, you is too. I was like. (laughs) Okay, then. This was before DMs. I sent you a message to your inbox. <laughs> this is before the DMs, okay? So I sent him an inbox, and we met at Kroger in Memphis Shut at the parking up. lot. I know. Yeah, I know. You, y'all Scandalous. Said, Wait a, no, 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 no. Calvin said, oh, come on down yes. to the Kroger. Well, it was me. You said, let's go on yeah, down to Yeah, I Kroger. told him, let's hook up at Kroger. Okay. So he comes to Kroger, and I first met him. I thought he was the most bougiest joker ever. Really? I'm like, you old Sadiddy Joker. <laughs> he came with his little waves and his little shirt on and, hey, what's up? You know, I was like, no, whatever, bro. But it was so sexy to me. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, he was so, I had never met a man so confident in who he was mm-hmm. and what he wanted and who he wanted it with. And I was, to me, that at the time, because I was young, immature, it felt bougie. And, and But he had boundaries. He had expectations for this woman. He knew he wanted somebody. Mm-hmm. And what's crazy is when we actually decided to be in a relationship, he was like, um, you know, I want us to be in a relationship, but I'm not looking for a girlfriend. I'm looking for a wife. I was like, what? I was thinking so basic. So if you out here thinking you ready for a boyfriend, <laughs> wait till you meet the one that'd be like, I'm looking for a wife. That's yes. a whole nother frequency. So I had to grow into that, mm-hmm. you know. And he set but, that expectation. Yeah, yeah. It was crazy. <laughs> I love it. And y'all have been married for how long? About to be uh, 10 years in January. Get on the internet, y'all. Might be one of your Facebook friends. <laughs> your Facebook got a little date. And we went now. together that long. That's another thing. Tell us the story. So we, we was actually, we got together in uh, September. Mm-hmm. He proposed to me this December. Shut up. We was married in January. Shut up. Yes. 
So did y'all shack up in those two months? Oh, uh, yes. Wow. He didn't want to give me none, though. Oh, can I say that, my man? You can say whatever you want to tell us about it. Yes. He did not so want to give like, me none. He was like, yo, they I was holding the good. I'm saving myself. Yes. For I thought it was so lame Come and on, cheesy. Calvin. He, I was was, he was yeah. a serious man and yeah. he knew what he wanted. I thought it was so lame. So don't be thinking these guys are like, for some reason, women have a hard time respecting men's the boundaries. Good man, yes. But they don't, they expect them to respect ours. Mm hmm. With and no that's not fair. Asked. Right. It's mm-hmm. like if he do it, something wrong with him. Mm-hmm. You know, but he that's lame. not the, you, yes. That's your, yes. your first thing. Like if yes. a man has boundaries, oh, no, I don't want him. Right. Exactly. And, but think about that. Like, don't you want your husband to be a man who had boundaries? If he's too loosey goosey, you might that's want to think problem. about that. Yeah. But that's what we attracted to. Yes. That's the problem. Yes. That's the problem. Okay. So back to the business. Um, How you are the CEO of your company. Mm-hmm. What's Calvin's? What's Calvin's he's, title? He's he. We call him the operations manager, but he pretty much he do it. He does. He, he does it all. Yeah. yeah. So my question is, as the CEO of the company, as the leader of the company, mm-hmm. how do you um, submit to his leadership in the household, or is that a, not a thing? You saw my face, right? I saw your face. So tell me, <laughs> tell me, tell me. I don't. We don't have gender roles. Okay. Like that. It's not like you lead, I follow, mm-hmm. or I lead, you follow. It's like we're leading this thing together. Gotcha. So we don't. Even when it comes to like cleaning the house, he don't be like, "Oh, you gotta wash dishes because you're the woman," or you have to do this because you're the woman. Mm-hmm. Like it's very clear that like whoever the hell need to do it, it's gonna it need done. to get done. So yeah. so you don't ever feel like you have to like take off one hat and put on another. It's it's literally like it's, it's always because we talk a lot. Mm-hmm. We actually, I mean, I have to, y'all. Like, yeah, we talk a lot. Mm-hmm. Like, Calvin is my best friend, for real, for real. Like, he know everything. You're like, all right, what we talking about today, baby? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Like, he be, he, we finish each other's thoughts. We we finish each other's conversations. So, like, but that's also because we, we desire to understand each other deeply. You know, some women are always, like, it's not as interested in their man's thing and what they want to talk about. They always want it to be about them. But... I always make space for him to have his moment and I always make space to have my moment and I always make space for us to have our moment. I love that. I love that. Wait a minute though. Did my husband send me a super chat? Did I did my husband send me my first <laughs> super chat? Hey baby, thank you. Yeah, I got my first super chat. Go ahead and follow that up with a second and a third. I appreciate it. I appreciate it. Thank you, baby. He said, listen, we ain't gonna be giving no husband shout outs. Let me hey. send my baby a super chat. Thank you, boo. Um, I just got distracted with the super chat. I'm sorry. It's my, it's my very Man, it is a big deal. It is a big deal. And, and I'm it came from your husband. It. And it came from, uh, thank you, baby. Don't thank cry, you, though. Like, it's I all go good. down in history. Um, <laughs> so was there, what was the transition of your husband becoming a part of the company? Mm-hmm. Because you said that you were an entrepreneur when when y'all met. Was mm-hmm. he an entrepreneur? Like, what yes, was he the had his transition? own business. He he was doing reflexology, which is kind of like massage therapy. Girl, yeah, he you was got doing an in-house reflex. <laughs> Why you think I'm Calvin. so soft, baby? Wow, <laughs> that listen. If my rich, wealthy woman goes, yes. I yes. need a, not an in-house, but every hey, day. Hey, I, I mean call. that you know, it's, it's so easy when anniversaries come yeah, around. Yeah, like he you rub me down. Need. Yeah, he rub me down. So he was uh, doing that. Yeah, but. He was just—he just like, where can I help? Where, where can I? What, what do you need me to do? And this is another thing, y'all. Start telling your man what you need help with. Mm. Quit assuming that he just gonna wake up with a list of stuff to help you with. Like it just don't work like that. He was just like, look, what you need? You need me to carry boxes? Cool. You need me to? All right, cool. Well, I don't know how this camera thing works, but can you show me? Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So he was eager to learn. You know, 
So when was the decision made, though, like you're going to be a part of the company? Because I'm seeing this. That's a good question. Right? I'm seeing this. I mean, we know what black women are doing when it comes to entrepreneurship. Like, yeah. And we are tapped into so many black women who are operating at this level, like independent, obviously not working a job. And, right. and I feel like the natural thing is for your he's already su supporting you like your right. spouse is already a part of the business. So if you make it to the point where, you know, your business can allow for him to come on, mm -hmm. I think that's like a natural thing. But what is that conversation? I think honestly, you we didn't staff? have no plan. It just, it just kind of just, just, We got married. You the husband. I'm the wife. We going to work help. this thing. I need help. This is what we doing. But I love it. We also didn't... Like, I think when we really was able to see how we worked together was during the pandemic. <sighs> when, when, I, when I launched my uh, third book, when I launched Unclone Marketing, man, we was... If you go back on our page far, far enough, you can see us working in the the... What do you call it? The storage unit. Mm -hmm. He packing boxes. I'm packing boxes. Folks like, it's Calvin putting labels. Yep. He's doing whatever is necessary. And I think that was another thing. Like, we just now this year is starting to define roles mm. in the company because the company is like whoever the hell needs to what, do the job. Where you fit in. Right. Yeah. You know, so it wasn't a lot of structure. It wasn't a meeting. And it was just like, bro, this shit got to get done. Uh -huh. This This has to get done. So, yeah. And make it happen. Yeah. So, what is your advice for someone who is wanting to do business with Bay again that's like a big goal yes but the reality of it isn't all i mean you have an ideal situation yes the reality of it is not always mm -hmm. peaches and cream so mm -hmm. what's your advice for someone who's considering doing business with their spouse i think the the biggest thing is wanting to do it number one and number two don't be putting y'all dudes in like a headlock to work with you if he don't want to work with you he don't want to work with you and this is another thing i always have given calvin the choice I've never, like, forced him mm -hmm. to say, you got to work at Unclone Media. I've always told him, what are your dreams? What are your desires? Because I never want my spouse to get lost, lost in my in dreams yeah. and what I'm doing. Because the truth is, we should be building business businesses, which means we should be having team members, employees, payroll. So the goal should always be, how do we get the business to a place where it can run itself, mm -hmm. and then we can move on to our next venture or just live our lives? Okay, I know we're not talking about business anymore, but you mentioned the T word, and I got to talk about it. <laughs> the team. Yes. How, what is what is your um, your advice for managing people? Because I know I'm you, still did, learning. you did it, but you've been doing your hiring. I've been yes. seeing you yes. onboarding your people. Yes. That is a that is a another topic of conversation, much like ownership that we don't talk about. But it's yes. necessary. It's yes. a necessary part of it. So when you come to that point, you ain't heard of nobody talking about it. You ain't seen nobody do it. And you like, what the hell? Right. I don't know what I'm doing either. So what are some, I guess, some lessons learned that you mm -hmm. have learned over the mm -hmm. hiring and maybe firing uh, process? The first book I ever read on this topic was Traction. This Who? is a Traction. Traction. Okay. Yes. So this was the first book that actually broke down leadership teams. And I was like, oh, that's how that works. You actually supposed to get together and do this and do that and do that. Like, I just didn't know to do that. How would you How would you know yes, to do this? You don't know. You don't know. Yes, yes. But I also was looking for something like this because y'all favorite coach, Janky, they're not teaching the stuff I that really. I the name of name. I was like, oh, we getting real unclogged <laughs> up in her. They just don't teach you. The nitty-gritty stuff. Mm -hmm. So I think my biggest lessons that I have learned is don't overpay. Don't overpay. 
Just because somebody is helping you doesn't mean you need to pay them the, the moon and the stars. Um, number two, define roles fast and early. And then also have a vision. No one wants to follow a visionless leader. Mm. People, If people are going to join a team or a company, they need to know, do you have vision? Where are we going? Do I want to be a part of this? Um, what else have I learned? You got to be really good at documentation. Ooh, them SOPs. Talk about it. Them SOPs. Um, but those are some of the things that I have learned. I feel like the hardest thing I've learned is like leading people. Yeah. Because when you're so used to doing everything yourself, we take pride in doing it ourselves. But I'm going to tell you, it's it's a trap when you want to grow. Mm-hmm. Because it's it kind of disabled you. You kind of like always thinking that like, oh, I could do it better. And I can. How do you get over that? Because people are not going to do it how you do it. But they, I feel like you do just have to get over I it. I think you have to create a standard for the business, not your standard. Your, mm, that's good. Yeah. That's good. Yeah. That's good. I was um, at Black Equity Con a couple weeks ago, and uh, one of the panels that I was moderating, I asked this question because this is a, a struggle for me, like right. le- realizing that you are not prepared to lead because where where was the preparation? Like there was no preparation. You, there's no, there's there was no, no blueprint. Preparation. There's yes. no blueprint. You just kind of got to figure it out. But one of the things that was said on the panel was, you know, you got to get, okay, if they can do it 75%, like mm-hmm. if they can, they're not going to do 100. Yes. You couldn't even do 100 at first. So if they can get 75% of it, right you got to be okay with that and i was like you know that's a whole mindset shit i'm at the nobody's I'm at, perfect i'm at the level now where like do is it done <laughs> okay it great complete? we always forget about version two facts you know what i mean facts. like version one ain't gonna be it all the time mm-hmm. version two exists all of that so you got to be okay Give with like some doing grace. it again yeah don't so. beat yourself up and i trust me my first two hires i ended up having to fire and that was probably the hardest thing I ever done because I felt like I was taking away someone's livelihood. Like, oh, how they going to eat? How they going to this? And how they going to do that? And it's like, that's a leadership thing. Mm-hmm. You don't you just don't know. So, yeah. That that too. Yeah. I've definitely recently dealt with that. And how, yeah. how did you, like, what was, because for me, I ended up, like, how I had to talk myself off the ledge was like, it's them or your baby. Yeah. I think <laughs> I think it was mutual. Um, I didn't know really how to lead them. Mm-hmm. They were they was coming to work like, what, what the, the hell, hell are we doing? And we both just decided that, hey, this ain't going to work. And so I went back to the drawing board and said, okay, well, what do I actually need to be doing? Mm-hmm. Well, I need to learn how to lead, number one. Number two, you might want to rethink this vision. Um, maybe it's too big for where you are right now. That doesn't mean that I can't grow into it. Mm-hmm. Just for where you are right now just doesn't make sense. Um, and so that was some of the things that I did, but... Other than that, I just feel like leading is probably the hardest thing. Thank you. <laughs> I feel seen. Um, so you mentioned traction, which is literally leading me into my next question, because I know you have just a crazy book collection. Yeah. So just give us like two to three books for someone, not business books, though, mm-hmm. for someone who mm. really wants to. Because being uncloned, in my opinion, and you own a trademark, so you tell me. It's it's life though. It's not it just business. Being but I feel standing like out a lot of my lessons came from business books. Okay, we'll, we'll so take them. I'm trying to think. We'll take them. I, I'm actually trying to get to actually reading more like self help personal books. stuff. Yeah, yeah. So like uh, obviously my book Unclone Life, this only personal development book that I wrote. Mm-hmm. Um, the Code of the Extraordinary Mind, amazing mm-hmm, book. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, rejection Proof. I feel mm-hmm. like I a lot of people don't know how to, to deal with rejection. Um, 
it's a book called Say No or Saying No or something no. Mm-hmm. But it's about, again, dealing boundaries. with rejection and stuff oh, like that. Oh, people yeah. saying you, no to And you. then the boundary boss is great for boundaries. Gotcha. Yeah. Audrea, I love it. I love you. <laughs> Tell the people. You got so much. I know you got something. You got boxes left. You slanging books. You know, we still you got, got them systems. What you got? Them we systems. still got them systems. Listen, uncloned. Let's talk about it. Yeah. Tell the people what the systems are because... Yes. Uncloned, never yes. been done before. Yes. I just thought it was genius. I don't even know what system I bought, Audrey, but I said I'm buying a system. I think you bought the content system or I, the opportunity system. I think it was the content system because yeah. I'm like, let me get my shit together. Yeah. But but the thing was, you good with content though? Well, just it might have been, been an offer. It was content it, though. It was it was literally what you do and this whole uncloned. Yes. Like yes. It, it. What it did was, I don't care what's in the box. I need the box. I I well for for starters we created the these marketing systems, mm-hmm. which most people think they're planners. They're not. They come with like a course. They come with a membership portal. It comes with Q&A calls. Mm-hmm. But these are systems, I, for, to me, those are like my properties. Like, okay, I put my brain, I put everything I knew about launching into a product, everything I know about content into a product, everything I know about pitching and getting opportunities into a product, everything I know about creating offers and creating products into a product. Now my brain is available on demand yep. whenever people want to get it. So that's pretty much what the system's about, is teaching you how to create uncloned offers, how to launch, how to create dope content, and how to create opportunities. Okay, so we're definitely going to need a link to add to the um, to the show notes, to the description. But let the people know where they can find you online, yes. where they can come see this clubhouse or listen to the clubhouse, and yes. let them know where they can um, find you on Instagram. I am Ardria Richmond across all platforms, and that's me, boo. She said yes. one one thing, Audrey Richmond, and the website, audreyrichmond.shop. Uh, uh, .shop. Spend mm-hmm. the coins. Y'all, bomb episode, right? Another game-changing episode of the Girl Stop Playing podcast. If you have not subscribed to the show, girl, stop playing. See you next week. Video. This channel is all about encouraging you to stop playing with your potential and start working for what you want in life and in love. So make sure you hit that subscribe button so that you'll be notified when the next video drops. And comment below and let me know what you want to see on the next video. Peace out. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.